I know I'm catching a lot of you off guard. Um, but please hold on till the very end of this message because we have some very important announcements as to how we're going to be proceeding from this point on in regards to scheduling. But I want to say right off the bat that I just want to welcome you to New Life Ministry, New Life Church, where all we are about is showing you how to achieve a deeper connection with God. And we're about connecting you with your true identity in and through Jesus Christ. It's all about Jesus. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about what we have to do. It's all about what he's already done. And he's done so very much. So very much. In fact, he came. He came. And he said it was to give us life and life more abundantly. And we're going to show you how true life in Christ, true life with Christ, is going to lead you in to that more than abundant living and that more than abundant life. It's all by Jesus and through Jesus. Period. Nothing left for us to do. Nothing at all. And we also, we're also going to let you know how very much that God loves you. How how very much it is that God loves you. You know, you're the apple of his eye. You're the love of his life. He's hopelessly in love with you. You are the love of Christ's, God the Father's, Holy Spirit's life. You are loved. And so, it's our heart's desire, as given to us by the Holy Spirit, to lead you into that place where you understand and you realize you are, you can, and you have. All because of Jesus Christ. Now, before we go into today's uh, word, I just want to let you know how much I love you guys. I love you guys. Lori loves you. And uh, we... We mean that, I mean that, we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Without you, we wouldn't be. You know, God is our supplier. God is our supplier. But he doesn't miraculously make money just appear. He doesn't print money. He doesn't make it come. He, he meets our needs through his people. That's, that's, that's you guys. And you guys have blessed us so very much. And I am so grateful and so thankful for each and every one of you especially for those of you who have decided to become monthly partners, you know, so that it's a gift that keeps on giving. And we, we just appreciate you, whether you have given once, whether you give monthly. We, we just love and thank you and appreciate you. This is how Daddy God meets our needs. And I know there's many of you who, who are looking for ways to give or how to give. And um, there's our site. Our site is there listed, and, and it's newlifeministrymhv.org and when you log on there there's a, a, a giving section and it will show you all you need to do so now that that's all out of the way I want to just um, share a little something that's on my heart that what God brought to me today brought to me this morning and it's a continued message because why I say it's a continued message because 
This message can never be exhausted. But you know, I am a grace man. It's all grace. Grace is my lane. Grace is the lane Holy Spirit has, has put me on. The new covenant of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, where it is all about him. There is no I must. There is no I have to. There is no, you know, uh, I have responsibilities. That's the do-it-yourself system. That, that's the law. That was, was replaced. Now it's, it's, it's by faith. Now it's by faith, by believing in Jesus Christ. That's it. He's done it all. He's satisfied all the demands of the Father. I don't have to. I satisfied the demands of the Father by believing in Jesus Christ, by believing in his Son. Period. So, with that, we're going to continue in a favorite parable of mine. In, in Luke, and this is from Luke chapter 15, it's the parable of the wonderful father and the son, the wayward son, and the son who stayed home. This is just an, an awesome and wonderful picture of grace. And I say we're going to continue in it because there's going to be no end to it. There's just so much, there's so, so much richness in this portion of scripture. And we're going to just look at a couple of more aspects of it, or some additional aspects I've preached about this many, many times. I've preached on this portion of scripture many, many times. And if you go in our archives, you know, on Roku, there's like 500 messages um, on our website. There, there's, you know, like three, 400 videos, video archives. And you can find out well, where and when we've talked about Luke chapter 15, the wonderful father and the wayward son. So anyway, I hope you have your Bibles. You know, I have mine today. Got my Bible. You can see it's well marked. <laughs> uh, it's well marked. Uh, it's getting to the point now where I can't use yellow highlighter because everything's yellow. <laughs> and I'm running out of space and room to write. But anyway, let's look at verse 11 from chapter 15. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. Give me what is mine. Whoa. Total disrespect there. Give me what is mine. Wow. And he divided unto them his living. You know, he didn't, I don't know, he didn't resist his son. Even though the the plea or even though the asking or whatever you want to call it wasn't proper, wasn't respectful. The father gave him. that Right then and there, that's amazing. But that's not what we're going to look at today. That's not what we're going to look at today. He, we're not going to look at the fact that he didn't ask with the right motives. He didn't ask with the right intentions. He didn't ask with the right reverence. He didn't ask and we're going to find out that, you know, he didn't ask because, you know, he met all his requirements. He did all his chores. <laughs> he got all his work done. No. I mean, this is totally wrong motives. And he asked. And he came to the Father. And that right there, that's amazing. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace where we obtain mercy and find grace in our time of need. Right? Let us come boldly. Wow, if that is not the picture of grace, I don't know what is. He boldly goes before the Father in arrogance, in disrespect, 
You know? And we know, like I said, it wasn't the fact that he believed he earned anything. He just wanted what he, this is mine and I want it. You know, give it to me. Amazing. And you know what the father did? He met his request. He gave it. That, that, right, that right there is enough to, to camp out on for a while. Okay? Those, those of us who have always believed well, we have to ask right, we have to do right, we have to have the right attitude, we have to have the right heart. You know, where it says come boldly to the throne of grace, that word boldly pretty much is indicative of how the son approached the father in this portion of scripture. He came in all frankness, right? He came, hey, let me be frankly, frank, frank with you. Let me be blunt with you. I want what's mine. You know, I, I know I have an inheritance. Give, I want it. I want it right now. I don't want to wait. You know, amazing. But when it says, let us come boldly, that's what that word boldly means. It's kind of indicative of how the son approached the father in Luke chapter 15. And so stop worrying about, am I asking right? Am I saying it right? Am I asking in the right name? Am I using the right name? Am I using my authority? Am I, am I, am I, am I? No, listen, it's not about you. And this portion of scripture, I mean, if nothing is going to tell us, you know, like this portion of scripture, then nothing will tell us. If, if nothing is going to show us like this portion of scripture shows us, then there isn't anything left out there to show us. This is it. This is the heart of God and this is the heart of grace. Um, and so he gave. And not many days after that, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted. You know, why should God bless us again? What? Why? How could we even go before God? Because, yeah, he has blessed us. And, yeah, he has given to us. Uh, yeah, and he has provided for us. Oh, but that money for the rent, we turned around and we bought a new shotgun. Or that, many, that money for, you know, for, for, for our bills, oh, maybe we turned around and, and we used it to buy, you know, uh, yet our uh, 50th pair of high heel shoes or, or boots or dresses. Now listen, I'm not saying any of those things that we spend money on are bad. But what I'm saying is we're praying and, and God's providing for what we're praying for. And how many times do we miss we misappropriate it? How many times? Wasted. He wasted. He wasted. He wasted. But you see, here's the heart of God. Keep this in mind. He comes back. He comes back. And we're going to look at what happens when he comes back. Listen, I'm telling you, don't worry about what you've done. Don't worry about it, okay? Don't don't think about it. Well, God's not going to bless now because I've wasted what he's blessed me with already. That's stinking thinking. That's wrong thinking. It's time to start thinking with kingdom thinking, kingdom realities, new new Christ realities. Does that mean we're going to always endeavor to be wasteful? No. No. But this is just showing that it is not about you. It's not about me. It's about Jesus and it's about the Father. It's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. So he wasted. He wasted, amazing, all his substance 
with riotous living. Here you go, man. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. You sowed riotous living. You 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 sowed sinful. You sowed to, you sowed. Now you're gonna reap. Wow. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields to feed his swine. Now, how many times we do that? We squandered God's blessings. We don't feel, you know, adequate enough. We don't feel like we deserve we don't feel like that. We could even go to him and ask him again. So now we go to different routes and we take different avenues. And we align ourselves with, with citizens of different com, 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 you know, a different country. Maybe banks, maybe lending institutions, maybe credit cards. And when it comes to finances, okay? This is, just this is just an amazing portion of scripture. It's just awesome. On the heart of God and the grace of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is where I move and live and have my being. This is, this is the covenant that I am in. And I tell you what, the more and more I fill my mind with the truth of who I am and what I have, what I can do because of Jesus Christ, that I'm righteous, that I'm holy, that I'm sanctified, I'm led by the Spirit, I'm a son of God, I'm a child of God. Those blips on the radar screen are gonna slowly disappear. And that's all they are, guys. They're blips on the radar screen, okay? They're blips on the radar screen. You know, like let's just think think of a submarine. He's in a situation where he's coming into a place where there might be some landmines or whatever. Um, he made a wrong turn. And, and as the, the radar screen is, uh, that line that circles the radar screen is circling, Blips, bleeps are coming up on it. But you see, when he's redirected by the Holy Spirit, repents, a changing of the mind, the soul becomes more renewed, and, and the Holy Spirit redirects your life. Those, ble those bleeps, they're no longer on the radar screen. And that's what happens with our lives. They're just blips, bleeps on the radar screen. That's, that's all there is. Stay in the reprogramming of the truth of who you are and what you have and what you can do because of Jesus Christ. And even those minor bleeps on the radar screen of life, they're going to disappear. So it says, and he would fain have, have filled his belly with the husks that the pigs were eating. And no man gave unto him. See, now he came to his senses why? Because he was broke, he was in poverty, he was impoverished, he was hungry, came to his senses, right? Hey, you know what? God is not going to say, hey, come back to me when you're in your right mind. You know, not because you're hungry or not because you have uh, a mortgage payment that's due or, or a delinquent tax bill or, or the car, you know, the car's about to be repossessed or whatever. God the Father doesn't say that. You know? Well, he came to his right mind. <laughs> and we know how he said, let me go to my father's house. Let me go to my father's house and just, you know, say, Father, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven. Make me as a servant. I'm no, I'm no longer, you know, qualified to be your son. 
And he says, you know, that's what I'm going to say and that's what I'm going to do. Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, uh, repentant in heart. There's a real metanoia. There's really a changing and a shifting of what I believe towards my father. You know? No. No. It's because he's hungry. And he's dirty. And he has no place to live except with pigs. So he rehearses. He rehearses what he's going to say. Rehearses. You know what? When something comes from your heart, you don't have to rehearse. So he goes, and as he's approaching his father, it says his father sees him. His father never lost sight of him. His father never lost sight of him. He knew. He knew. Our father knows. He never loses sight of us. And so what happens? It says the father runs. Runs. And in fact, the word in the Greek is more specifically talking about the fact that he's not running, he's sprinting. It's an all-out sprint. The gun goes off, it's the 100-yard dash, and this and the runners are sprinting as quickly as they can to get to the finish line. And the father's finish line at that point in time was the son. He couldn't get to the son fast enough. He can't come to our aid fast enough. He can't come to, to help and assist fast enough. And all it takes is a turning to him. And a turning to him and an understanding and knowing, I don't deserve it. I don't qualify. There's nothing I've, I've done. I, I, there's no work. It's just because the Father loves me. Grace. It's a gift, period. So we know he comes to the Father. And he starts speaking what he rehearsed. The Father stops him. Stops him. Stops him and says, get me the robe. Put the robe on, my son. He's royalty. He's royalty. See, he's dressing him in his true self, in his true nature. This is what the Holy Spirit does for us. He's dressing us in our true nature, in our true self. Get the ring. Put the ring on his finger. He has the authority of his father. Right? And you put shoes on his feet because he is no slave. He is no servant. He's a son. Wow. Now, what's so beautiful about this? Well, there's so many things. There's so many things. But I want you to know something. You know, let's just, let's just put, it, put it straight. You know, we have earthly fathers, earthly moms, earthly mothers. And, 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 and rightly so. Okay? Rightly so. When... We have done something wrong as children, right? Even, you know, to the point of what this wayward son did. And we come back. Yeah, you know what? Our parents, they accept us. They accept us. But you know what? It's like in many instances, we're put on a probationary period. You know what? This is not going to be like it used to be. You're just not going to have the keys to the car. I want you to know that. You could have your room. You know, you could sleep in your room. You know, you could live here. You know, you could even you could even eat. But, you know, you're going to have to you're going to have to earn your way. You're you're going to you're going to have to show. You're you understand? You're on a probationary period. All right. You you got chores to do. I want that lawn mowed. 
I want that garbage taken out. You know, I want you to help your mother with the dishes. I want you to help your mother with the vacuuming. You know, th- th- yeah, you come back. But before I give you that robe, before I give you that ring, before I give you those shoes, you know, there's a probationary period. And you know what? If, if you don't meet the requirements of that probationary period, there's the door. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to a job, this is, this is the mentality that we're raised in, raised with. And we get that job, you know? I, I remember when I became a correction officer, six-month probationary period. I had to walk a fine line. Walk a fine line. If I was ever written up for something, that was grounds for dismissal. There was a probationary period. When, when Lori was hired by uh, the Beacon Central School District, you know, for six months, she was on probation. You know, her I's had to be dotted, her T's had to be crossed, you know, and, uh, and, and if not... No, 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 no union representative. No, no, nothing. She's on probation. Boom. You break it. You're, you're gone. All right. So we have this in our minds. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, I'll accept you back. But, you know, forgiveness is a lot different than trust. You, you, you got my forgiveness, but you're going to have to earn my trust. Hmm. Thank God grace isn't like that. The father does not put him in a probationary situation. He doesn't say to the son, hey, right, all right, son, I know you're hungry. I know you've come back. I know what you've done. I know the wrong choices you've made. But if you think you're going to get anything from me, if you think I'm just going to hand you anything, you're wrong. You got a place to live, all right? But now, you're going to have to work those fields. Now, you know, you're going to have to, you know, bale the hay, bring in the hay. You're, you're, you're going to have to feed our livestock, you know? You're, you're, this is a probationary period. He doesn't put us on probation. When we come to God through faith in Jesus Christ, there's no probationary period, guys. This is, this is the work of religion. This is the work of the wrong covenant. This is where the mixture comes from, you know? All right, you got born again. You got saved. You know, now, here's a checklist. You're on a probationary period. We really have to know if you're really born again, if you're really saved, you know, if you're really a son of God. All right? Don't do this. Don't do that. Avoid this. Avoid that. Stay away from this. Pledge you won't do that. Pledge you will do this. Pledge you will give that. And on and on. Oh, and now sign it. I'm just saying, guys. That's not how our God is. That's not how the gospel of grace, you know, that's not our gospel of grace. You know, even the son, the son who said, oh, he came back, he would have been happy if the father would have said, no, you're going to have to earn it, your keep now. Because the, the other son thought, well, I earned my keep. I never disobeyed you. I've done everything you've told me to do, okay? You know, I didn't squander your inheritance. You, know, and you didn't kill the fatted calf for me. And then what, did the, what does the father say? You get it all wrong. You get it all wrong. He is my son, period. He is my son, he has my authority. He has my righteousness. 
You know, he has my abilities. Just like you, you have it all wrong. You have, you know, everything I have because you're my son. Not because you've worked or not because you've earned it. All that I have is yours. All that I have is forever yours. Guys, stop listening to religion. You got to do just right. You got to pray just right. Your mistakes will disqualify disqualify you. Your mistakes will keep you from God. Your mistakes will keep you from daddy. You're on probation. You're on probation when you become a Christian. When you, when you, even with the metanoia, the repentance, the turning, okay, with, 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 with the uh, renewing, there's going to be blips on the radar screen. There's going to be mistakes, okay? But that doesn't ever change who you are. That doesn't ever change what you have. That doesn't ever change what you, what you can do. It never changes God's opinion of you. What has to change is your opinion of yourself. What has to change is your belief about yourself. What has to change is your believing and understanding that it's not about you, it's about Jesus. And when you understand the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the compassion of God, did I say the love of God? Even if I did, I'll say it again. The love of God, the goodness of God. Paul says in Romans chapter 2, verse 4, and God knows this full well, and so does Jesus, that it's God's goodness. It's his goodness. It's his goodness that would lead men to the repentance, to the metanoia, to the changing of direction. So anyway... That's just some more thoughts from, from uh, Luke chapter 15, the wonderful father and the wayward son. And I hope it has blessed you. And now for some of those important announcements that I was going to tell you about. From now on, we are going to have live streams on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. It's going to be 9 o'clock, 9.30, but every Tuesday and every Thursday morning. Now, this Thursday, we, we will be live with you again at 9 o'clock, but we will be live with you as I join one of my mentors in life, Pastor Donald Foster from Yorktown Assembly of God. And I'll make sure that I put that link on Thursday morning so that those of you that follow New Life Ministry could jump right on our broadcast. Um, I'm really grateful that, you know, Pastor Don Foster from Yorktown Assembly of God is extended extended to me again an invitation to be with him. But from this point on, we're going to be with you every Tuesday and Thursday morning. On Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock, we're going to be at the church doing our healing university sessions. And we're going to be making them available for those that can come, that can't be here in person, on Facebook, on my website, and on uh, Roku, and I'm putting my website on there one more time, and it's newlifeministrymhv.org, newlifeministrymhv.org. So those are some important announcements. Another important announcement is that this Sunday, this Sunday, I don't know if we'll be broadcasting live, because this Sunday at 11 o'clock, I, I, I'm, we're going to try to set it up with at least um, Facebook, at least Facebook. So you'll be able to follow us, watch us on Facebook. We're going to be live 
at Gearing, G-E-E-R-I-N-G, Gearing Park in Fishkill. Very easy to get to. It's only a mile away from the church. We're going to be meeting there at 11 o'clock for an outdoor service. And immediately after our outdoor service, we're going to have our church picnic. We're going to have sandwiches and hot dogs and beverages to drink. And it's a beautiful park with a playground for children. It's got basketball courts, tennis courts, handball courts. It's got big fields. There'll be a lot of people there. So hopefully there'll be a lot of a lot of evangelism, evangelistic witnessing and ministering that goes on. But we're going to be there. We're going to start at 11 o'clock. Get there a little bit early, like maybe 10.45, so you can get set up. You can park, whatnot. 11 o'clock, we will start. And it'll just be about a 45-minute service. Um, and then at 12, uh, after that, you know, 12, we're going to be setting up for our picnic time. And another important announcement that I want you to mark your calendars with is Sunday, October 22nd. October 22nd. I believe that is the right uh, Sunday. Let me make sure. Sunday, October 22nd. Barry Bennett will be here in person. If, if those of you who are familiar with Andrew Womack and Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College, Barry Bennett is one of the most loved instructors. He has an amazing testimony. He's, he, he, he's awesome at, at, at sharing and teaching from the Word of God. And he has a ministry that brings forth healing. It's going to be a wonderful day. You're going to want to be here in person on Sunday, October 22nd. And that's our regular time, 1015. So that's some of our announcements. And then, of course, on the 2nd and 4th Tuesday of every month, the 2nd and 4th Tuesday, we have our Zoom meetings. And that's by invitation only. That's a special treat and a special gifting for those um, partners of the ministry. And uh, we do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. And they get special podcasts, and they get notes, and we just have a wonderful time. In fact, we'll be meeting tonight at 7 p.m. If you want more information about the, the second and fourth Tuesday of the month, Zoom invites, um, where, we, where, we, where we really, it, it's almost like a Bible school. It really is. It's almost like a Bible school. And you get notes, and there's a learning that uh, you're just not going to have at, at, you know, in, in, in devotional church time. You know, or in other av- 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 uh, avenues that you're going to be looking at or look to. You know, so if you're going to want to be a part of that, um, let me know. Get back to me, and we'll let you know how you can do that. Other than that, I want to let you know uh, I love you, and um, we're praying for you. We're, we're standing with you, and uh, we will see you on Thursday mornings from Yorktown Assembly of God. Walk in your blessings, guys, every single one of them. They're yours. <laughs>